Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. The worst idea of all time. Season two. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the worst idea of all time, episode 19. We've just watched Sex in the City 2 for the 19th time. That is 100% accurate, Tim. My name is Tim Bat. My name is Guy Montgomery. I am so relieved it's over. You were so angry this watch, and Guy. worried about what lies in front of us. If you've just, um, for the first time, stumbled across this little podcast of ours, um, this is a podcast where, for one reason or another, myself and Guy watch the same movie every week for a year. And we've already done it once. We did it with Grown Ups 2, an Adam Sandler movie, um, which was uh, like reasonably painful. You we, said, we thought we knew pain. You said, 15 minutes into this movie, you yes. said, God, I would love to get my dick wet in a bit of Grown Ups too." <laughs> that wasn't for sharing on the mic, but you're absolutely correct. I'll, I'll own that. I did say that. <laughs> I was in a desperate place. I want to get back there. That is hilarious and insane, but I completely agree. That's the big question I'm asking right now is, what, like, wh- why? Why what? We've just bitten off too much. We've bitten off far too much. Way more than we could ever possibly hope For to For how chew. funny we thought it would be when we told everyone we were going to watch Sex and City 2. That yeah. is, And like most of the reason that decision was made was because of how hilariously long it is. Like, yeah. And, and bad as well. To you look can at, have a good long movie. Yeah. But just look at Interstellar. I've mentioned it before. I'll mention it again. Long movie. Great movie. To look at it as, you know, as a funny idea because yeah. it's really long and that will be hard is fine in theory but in practice it is just unspeakably arduous we, we were kind of like um we considered the fact that the reason why everyone cracked up and thought it was so funny and outrageous when that sex in the city 2 poster came up we were like oh great people are into the idea and now we're like oh now we know why this was an insane maneuver on our behalf. This was a crazy thing to choose for ourselves. But the misery I feel when this movie on is I, 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 I can't necessarily remember uh, how it felt during Grown Ups 2, but this feels 
deeper some yeah. more pro- it's a more profound sadness yes you're right it's like a um it's dragged out and it's like just dread it's just i can't watch this movie without the specter of 33 more viewings hanging over it you screamed in my house <laughs> at a very well you know an early part of the day you just you I screamed i let out a primal, screamed a couple times a primal scream <laughs> of frustration freaked out the cats is what you did yeah well the cats were freaking me out that's why i screamed the second time man alive the first time was the movie but it's just yeah it's hard i think it's harder to get uh, i think it's harder to get anything good out of this mm. there's just not enough meat on those bones yeah which is weird after two and a half hours of movie it's like this this movie could have easily have not existed but it also easily could have existed and been an hour 25 i reckon you could get pretty much everything in there in an hour 25 what have you got to get in there you got to get in you got to get in. yeah okay i'm happy you got to get in main bits of the movie we've got a gay wedding to start so we spend three minutes there probably if we trim the fat three and a half minutes i reckon yeah. oh no we open on the jewelry store i like what they've done with the pace there at the opening of the that movie is, that's all good that is misleading it is oh wait it's not a ju- is it a jewelry store yeah it's bird off goodman there or something go. like that. So we're at the jewellery store. And it's a very efficient piece of storytelling. Boom. We're at the wedding. Boom. We only need to be at the wedding for, yeah, let's say four minutes. Um, then we've got a quick, hilarious shot of Samantha having sex with Nikki, the uh, concrete layer. You're going to lose that. Oh, it's, it's a good, good visual uh, gag. Yeah, we don't need to spend good, too long on it. We can just, we'll have and that. And it's a good bit of flavour. And it sets up Carrie's amazing line because... We've got Rose who's screaming and yelling, which is Charlotte's child. And we've got Samantha screaming in ecstasy. And then uh, Big says, I don't know what's worse, Samantha or the baby. And Carrie hilariously quips, Samantha, the baby will tire eventually. That's funny. Which is pretty much when Michael Patrick King wrote that line down. Yeah. He That's reversed, when he started he, getting drunk no, <laughs> to he, celebrate and wrote the rest of the script hammered as. Pretty much. He reverse engineered an entire movie from one decent gag. Yeah. He yeah, hung, you do get that sense with this film. He bit, just eh? hung the entire film on the gag. It's like it's 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 one of those movies where you get the sense that maybe Michael Patrick King hanged. Uh, what I think hanged is the right word, not hung. Sorry, only if you're talking about people, like capital punishment for people. No, I think it's always hanged. Is it with everything? We hanged out. No, that doesn't. We sound hung right. out. It's ha- yeah, it's hanged if you're doing it to it. Like if it's the you know you're killing okay. someone. Uh, Michael Patrick King is the writer, director, and producer of this film, which I've said before. It's always a red flag when you see that coming up in the title credits. It's one yeah. guy's name who's done everything. You're like, uh-oh, this won't end well. And it's like what he's done is he's had little visions of stuff that he wants to see in a movie and then hasn't quite fleshed out how to get there properly, and that's what this movie is. It's like, I want a shot of a really lavish hotel in Abu Dhabi and then kind of glossed over a good reason to put them there. Yeah, and there's just I feel like in that if we follow that theory, so you just and so he just picked up like he didn't quite know what the movie was when they were shooting, so he just picked up a bunch of establishing shots and like you know options and just he just make the actors go on for a bit longer just so he could get extra bits that he might or might not put into the movie because he didn't quite know what he was making. What and are then the he just what are the visions up, that came into his, like what are the frames that stick out for you that? that Go. This is you build what he a movie was going around. For. Okay, you build a movie around the four girls uh, walking over, like walking into frame over a sand dune. But before, like, let's go semi chronological. I want to see Liza Minnelli, no. and I want swans. Yeah, 
Boom. Gay wedding. Done. Okay, I want to see. But I think I think that this is that thought is that it would have occurred early because he's like, oh yeah, that that sells our movie. Yeah, that's the tra- that's trailer fodder right there. You know, that, that gives you everything you want. Uh, what else do you want? You want Kim Cattrall having sex? Of course, a given. Preferably on a jeep with fireworks exploding in the background. I think that would be a nice bit of Just pizzazz. Someone, someone really giving it to her on the bonnet, <laughs> really giving her the business. Yes. And then so we make up this stupid storyline about a Danish architect named Ricard Spurt. Yeah. Reverse engineer up a storm there's, there. There's a lot of like shows which have a lot of fun with their names. And Sex and the City 2 isn't one that like should have. Like to, No. Dick Spurt. All, all those all those Mighty Boosh style shows are great. Like Dixon Bainbridge and you know and Toast of London, like Richard Toast, whatever his name is. They're great names. Clem Fandango That's a fun name to say That is a fun name But you can't like you can't insert that Into a movie like You can Can you? It's one of the few bits Of fun in there Dicks It's also so great It's not a funny name Like it's not funny But they've gone for a funny name And just ended up With something really Childish and crass Dick Spurt It exists purely for that joke Could you be any more American? I don't think so (laughs) I think not uh, I had a I had a good I want to say this while I remember it because I really enjoyed it. I had a um late late bloomer shining light today. Please. Uh when Miranda's on the rooftop happily yeah. while True Colors plays. Um one of the so she's giving a speech or something at a, a workplace which has obviously accepted her. And I think we've speculated before it's it's a workplace which looks like a sort of like um stock photo. Oh, what yeah. a diverse workplace is meant to it look like. It is a paint-by-numbers diverse yeah. workplace shot. And uh, one of the waiters is coming out uh, and he drops off like an entire fruit bowl in the middle of a lunch table. And they've all got their settings there and stuff. Yeah. And it's just because ins- like all of the fruit is, it's just pears. He yeah. pretty much just drops <laughs> off a big bowl of pear, unwashed, unsliced pears in the middle. It's like... This is insane. I love, the, I, lo- I love it. I love the absurdity of it. You don't drop off a fruit bowl, as you said earlier. Fruit bowls are supposed to be there. They're supposed you, to be yeah. there waiting you, for you. you walk, if you go, you walk into a, a, you know, you walk up to a table, there's either yeah. a fruit bowl already on it or there's not going to be a fruit bowl on the table during the meal. Totally. And never the twix, never the twain shall meet. You should never see a fruit bowl in transit. That's the rule. Yeah, it's... Fruit bowl needs to be there or fruit bowl needs to not be is, there. But fruit bowl cannot get I there. I think in the state of um, New Hampshire, it is a federal... It's a federal law that you cannot have a full fruit bowl in motion. Really? Yeah. Punishable by... I'm not real confident New Hampshire's a state. New is it a town or a state? Is, is, it is... I think New Hampshire's one of those places that is what you want it to be. It's, right. It's, it's a mood. It's utopia. It's a vibe. Yeah. It's a state of mind. Like... New Hampshire. New Hampshians, as they call themselves. Yes. Uh, of course, after their uh, state bone, the shin, mm-hmm. they, they, they're known for this carefree sort of uh, lifestyle and this really sort of take-it-as-it-comes approach to life. Very happy-go-lucky people. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, it, it is... It is if, if you were to identify it as a, as a sort of a normal town before... The vibe that it is, sure, that, that would upset them. So it is. A in fact, st- I wouldn't be surprised if you got some irate letters from New Hampshire's. It's a, it's doing. a state in the same way that happiness is a state. To be a New Hampshire is just to it's to a, vibe it. Yeah. To a, a state of laissez-faire positivity. Yeah, you, New I mean, Hampshire. You wear open-toed shoes. It's what shoes. you want. New you, New Hampshire's wear open-toed shoes ten months of the year. What do they do for the other two? 
no no shoes nothing nothing naked foot yeah that's sexy man it's you like that sexy uh, yeah i do it's very it's very kiwi it's yeah. very to walk around and we've got a lot in common with the new hampshires we've we always do. known this we've always had a very close connection with the new hampshires new hampshires of course the only other big rugby players in the world apart from us are they are i new hampshires huge rugby players I, big old rugby players Love truly it. yeah Big do they fans. have a team, a, 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 like an internationally ranked team? Yeah. And you're telling me they're the, second the in the New, world? The New Hampshire Pheasants. The second ranked rugby team in the world. Uh, yeah, they, they, they trade places with England a little bit. You know, England's given them a run, a run for their money, you know, in years gone by. Those New Hampshire's very proud of their rugby heritage, though. Tell uh, me that for free. I didn't know that about New Hampshire's. Yeah, well, you see, we're, we're all learning today. We're all learning something new. You also had a cracker of a um at the near the end of the film. You kind of just zoned back into what Carrie is saying in her mindless diatribe of voiceover yeah. and the epilogue and of the film. She pretty much just is like you know, to try and put a bow on this thing and like you know take have a takeaway message from it. She's yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to treat marriage like that lady in that foreign country treated her nequab. She puts stuff on it. And like those are your that's your paraphrasing of what the she took the tradition of an equab and jazzed it up and I'm doing that with marriage yeah so then that's led to um what I hope will take off this well this was the working title of the movie Sex in the City two decals on the equab decal your equab yeah putting decals on the equab that's what this movie's all about that 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 should have like too fast too furious that should have been what this was called hard out Sex in the City two decals on your nequab on your what knee-quab. do you prefer do you prefer de- decals on your nequab or decal your nequab because it's more of an active voice because there's the verb right in there i kind of like the latter dequab your nequab it's got what, word you economy said dequab de- oh, your nequab yeah. de- decal your nequab i like decal your nequab okay it's nonsensical but <laughs> yeah I know you like the rhythm nice. of it you like the feels the like a line from a spike milligan poem it's very new hampshire you know it's it's yeah They'll often do that. They're hard to understand because they swap the back end syllables of words. They just run with stuff that feels good to them. No respect for the laws of language. God bless them too. You know, got a lot of time for New Hampshire. Yeah, a lot of time. None for this movie anymore. I think I've expired all of my patience and time that I I once had for Sex in the City too. I think it's gone. It's gone away. It's really razed me. You know. Yeah, it's difficult. What happens now? And I think it's appropriate to have total honesty with you kind listener level with me guy as we watch the movie and you just like it's there's some sort of force field which stops you from actually being able to penetrate it just being something happening in a room like in the background mm. like i i cannot physically i cannot get in the movie yeah. it's just and it, this is with this is this is with guy and i both looking at the movie not talking to each other, looking at the movie. I'm not going to say watching because watching implies that it's getting in there. We're like our eyes are directed at the screen, our ears are in tune to what's happening coming out of the speakers. But we, it, you can't. Our brains have some automatic safety function it to is, them where they're going, is, "Don't do it again, boys. Don't do it." That's true. And you can't get. Well, whose head was I pasting on? Oh, Bernie Sanders. I was just pasting Bernie Sanders' head on all the characters in my brain today yeah. for some reason. I was seeing him everywhere. Speaking of New Hampshire, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was everywhere, man. There's weird stuff going on in my brain when this well, movie happens now. It's like taking that's what, that's, a really minimal acid trip. A bad trip. 
it's just there. Oh, it's you sassy cat. Yeah, I'm, I'm Sex and City cat. 2's review by Guy Montgomery. It's like a bad acid trip. Well, I was amending it. Your review of it was it's like an acid trip, which would it probably entice some people to at least experiment with it. Yeah, I'm saying true. this is a class A narcotic. We need to get it off the market. Yeah, this is a we control film. We need to stop film. selling this stuff to our children. Shut it down. I wouldn't be comfortable with my children watching this. I wouldn't be comfortable with any human in my sphere of influence watching this. I if you, wish this movie if you on could my make one person in the world watch this movie, yeah, who would who would it be? Gandhi. Oh, do you mean alive? Well, yeah, preferably. Uh, maybe the Dalai Lama, because then I feel like he would see this and then be forced to comment on it, such as the depravity of its consumerism, and, and there'd be something very satisfying and hilarious about the Dalai Lama having to comment on Sex in the City and, well, yeah, as a franchise. I, ag- I agree. It's quite funny. And to think that that was influenced by you would be tremendous. Oh, I wouldn't need that. I wouldn't need that component I know, to but it. You'd know. <laughs> I would know. I would know for myself and that's all I need. And it's such a, you know, it's a very long-winded way of impacting social change. Yeah, to, it's, a, it's a long time. <laughs> watching con. Sex in the City too. <laughs> to get the Dalai Lama to mention it one time. It'd I mean, be worth yeah. it, though. It's a roundabout course of action. Uh, if something I did, I felt like impacted the Dalai Lama in some way, like, I'd be pretty stoked. But then I... Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash all time. 
guess, you know, butterfly effect, man. We're all affecting the Dalai Lama in some way. Me going to Subway and getting a, a six-inch chicken fillet, that's that's had an impact on him. Yeah. <laughs> he might buy a new car because I bought a six-inch chicken fillet from Subway. I mean, yeah, it's unlikely. You picking up what I'm putting down? It's probably a Prius because he's conscious about the globe. You get a Tesla. Oh, there, now we're talking. For sure. What does the Dalai Lama drive, do you reckon? He doesn't drive. I'm... In my in my head, he's on like a horse-drawn cart. <laughs> but that can't be right. He's on a um, a scooter, but one of those scooters with a big windshield. Oh, yeah. Like the Pope Mobile, but just the, the plastic. Bit. Open at the sides. Yeah. yeah. So you can get the breeze in. Yeah, I gotcha. Imagine if the Pope commented on sex in the city, too. Wouldn't that be a hey, trick? He's bloody walking around commenting on everything. It wouldn't surprise yeah, me. <laughs> I, I like this Pope. You get home after one day of like denouncing everything Catholicism has stood for forever. Yeah. He'd, he'd be tuckered out. He wants to kick back. Yeah. He turns on the television. Just by chance, Sex in the City 2's on. Yeah. He sort of was like, okay, I'll, oh, you, I'll know, give, you know. What you, I've heard bad things, but... I'm, I'm tired. I'll put it on. I'll see I know how it goes. Uh, my close friend and... Um, colleague the Dalai Lama has spoken out against this I should see what all the fuss is about yeah true and so then we've got uh what's this I keep thinking it's Benny but Benny was the last one oh Pope Eggs Benny this one's Francis Pope so Pope Francis has got his slippers on he's in bed he's in his robe he's wearing his slippers in bed yeah he's on top no no he's on top of the bed he's flopped down he's on top of the bed and he's he's got it on what's going through his head as the Pope do you think he's like oh well you know what Everything is probably a bit fucked, so I'll just keep. I'm just gonna really throw all my things at this pope pope ship. And oh, uh, you think it would kind of like would, draw out a, another excitement, another burst of energy? Yeah, from him. I think. Well, I think to be, be like, like, there's so much evil in the world. I really need to get out. I there need and to up my it. game. Yeah, when there's stuff like sex in the city rolling around, the pope's got to be on his guard. That's what's going sex through in his the city head. too. He enjoyed the TV series. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's known for it. You know he was a um a chemist before he was pope. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Much before he was pope. Yeah. He he trained as a chemist. You're looking at me incredulously like you're trying to determine whether I'm making up a story. He legitimate Pope Francis was a chemist in his earlier days. I don't know anything about this pope? being the pope or popes in general, yeah. but it is insane to me to imagine that Someone who's the Pope, who I guess in my mind I've always imagined just doesn't work for 80 years and then gets hired. Like, yeah. someone who's just coasting for 80 years in the hopes that they'll get chosen to be Pope for a little the bit. The hope for Pope. Yeah. That's a lifestyle. It's a <laughs> you got, But I think it's almost entirely backwards because you've got to work so hard to make something of yourself to be considered for the papacy. I just can't imagine... Cause Is that what it's called? The papacy? Papacy? All Popes are just 80-year-old white men, right? So I can't, and I can't imagine any of these eighty-year-old white men as chemists. But yeah, so he did it they're when he born, was in his twenties. They're they're bo- they're ageless popes. They're born looking as they are when they become popes. So they're born like Yoda as a blank canvas, but mm. in the body of an eighty-year-old, like a blank mental canvas, but in the body of an eighty-year-old white man. Huh? It's crazy. Huh? I guess up until now we haven't been in like a technological age where photos like a lot of photos could exist of them but you know half a generation forward 30 years from now there'll be these like facebook photos of the current pope growing up and like doing be... um at their 21st doing oh, like yeah, yardies yeah. and stuff drinking out of gumboots 
Then yeah. it'll be kind of cool. Then it'll be very humanizing. It'll be like the person who's at the center of one of the world's largest religions, or the head of one of the world's largest religions. Here's him doing a yardie. If you don't know what a yardie is, by the way, for our American compatriots. It's a yard glass of it's a, beer. A yard glass. Like you drink a, just a stupid amount of beer in one go, and it's a contest to see who can do it the fastest. It's a crazy tradition. Because you're a grown-up now. The New so Hampshires start binge drinking The like New Hampshires know what we're talking about. It's huge in New Hampshire. It is insane. Yeah, it's ludicrous. What a bizarre... It's kind of out of vogue now. I don't think it's as big as it was, but maybe I'm just getting old, you know? It's I'm 27 now, guy. I'm 27 years old. This is what I'm doing with my life. Watching grown, uh, Sex in the City 2 week after Would you week. rather be a, a 21-year-old who's just drunk a yard glass of beer and thrown up six times with the future ahead of you? Mm. Or a 27-year-old who doesn't have to do that, but knowingly has to watch sex... Like, would you rather... Mm. Would you take back some choices at 21 to maybe not enable this course of action and lifestyle i would do you regret this definitely think about it um do you regret do you regret choosing sex in the city too i don't like having regrets i'm not a guy who enjoys there's no point in regrets what has happened has happened you got to move forward you got to plan for the future not dwell in the past but this is that, still part that of your being future said, um i think i might i think I think all things known now, everything on the table, I think I would probably not want to do this one. I, our eyes, I mean, the our whole eyes thing were bigger is, than our stomachs on this. Definitely. We got ambitious. The, the whole thing is, is that it, this is funny because it's so painful. Like it's an absurd course of action. But this isn't, but this, this is, this is, this is beyond that. Well, this is too, too much. The pain of this is, 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 as I said at the start of this episode, it's greater than what Grown Ups 2 was inflicting on us. Yeah. See you, Nick. Bye. Have a good day at work. Have a good day, see Thanks, Thanks Nick. Take it easy. Sorry, at work. See you later. Yeah, I think we shouldn't have... Um, yeah. Like... <laughs> I want to say we shouldn't have done it. <laughs> That's kind of what you're inferring. That's kind of how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, well, look, let me dig us out of this pit with my shining light. Please. It's the teacher who awards Brady the yeah. first place ribbon. Yeah. She's great. For his mouse maze. maze. I she's do like that delivery. Excellent articulation of her line, which is probably about six words in the entire film. Well, you get paid by um, split second in America oh, so she's, as a unionized actor. And right. so she's stripped. Obviously, she's very cleverly stretched Because they actually, I remember in the editing suite, I was there when I was cutting the scene and they had to um, speed it up one and a half times. Is that right? So what yeah. we're seeing is actually faster than how she delivered it. dollars yeah. Wow, wee. She's good though. I she buy her to, being a yeah. school teacher. Yeah. Well, she she's went to a warmth. very specific acting school. She went to the, the I think it's, uh, the institution is in Baltimore in Maryland. Mm -hmm. And it's very small, very prestigious school. And it's um, called the Academy of Arts of Teaching in Slow Motion. And you learn that one role of, of a teacher who speaks in slow motion. That's so specific. Yeah. and was, Is that how drama schools are set up in the States where it's like you, you go the, to the school for the role? The, you plug the niche, yeah. That you're going to play for forever. Yeah, yeah. So what school did Sarah Jessica Parker attend? Uh, she attended the school of being a, uh, a drawer, a movie star. Movie star school. A drawer? Like a, she's a drawer. Like a draw card. Yeah. She oh, so audience. there's so there's schools for like superstars. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to me. More people don't go to those schools. Yeah, it just seems to me like that would be the better option. Well, 
I I agree. But then again, we can't all be superstars. Not everyone's going to get a job. This lady's been really intelligent by hedging your bets and gone, you know what? Maybe I'll be a superstar, but it's unlikely. But you know what's really likely? I'll get a lot of work being a slow-speaking school teacher. And that's what she did. And God bless her. She's wound up in this movie. She's probably in others. I don't know. I haven't seen her before. She'll show up in, in all movies. All of them. She's in every movie, yeah. Fuck. Isn't the industry strange? I'll never understand because it. What happens with that school is it's quite rare and progressive in that you get you so you graduate and then you get meetings as part of your graduation package. You get meetings with every director of every movie for um twenty years and you get to pitch your character. Wow. Yeah. Uh the movies have to be over a, a five million dollar budget. But yeah, so pretty much and she's ve- she's very good at pitching. Right. Because she went to... It might be quick. Like, she might be teaching she, she in the background of frame. She went to the JFK frame. pitching school of um, movie auditions, if I'm not mistaken as well, this woman. That was her post-grad study. Her, her, you know, She's got a diploma in it. Her degree was in slow-motion teacher te- uh, acting, and then she, she got the pitch uh, post-grad stuff afterwards at the JFK school. She's done a lot of studies, is what Trem- I'm trying to say. She's a and tremendous And that's why she's my shining talent. light. You know, She's invested in herself. And I respect that because people who don't are dummies. People who don't get out there and pursue bits of paper that will cost a lot of your time and money and you'll be paying off for the rest of your life. People who don't do D- that. Dummies. Dummies. You got to put decals on your knee quab. Your knee quab is your brain. Your decals equals. <laughs> Chuck them on. Hashtag decal your knee quab. Well, you, of course, made serious national waves and headlines when you showed up your graduation ceremony with not just your degree, but all of your graduating classes degrees stapled to your head. Correct. I was decaling my nequab. Well, yeah, and you said you were bleeding a lot. You're bleeding all over the certificates. I, I was mean, making a statement. Yeah. I bleed for my betterment. I bleed for my self-improvement. I bleed for well, a better, more superior educated youth. You That's really, what I believe. You really for. took the shine off a lot of people's day that day. I too. know, but sacrifices have to be made sometimes for the greater good. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I know that's your version of events, but I mean, if you if you dig up the old newspaper articles, they painted a very different picture. Um, there is one thing I do want to bring up with you. Got a little issue. Got a little issue to run by, yeah. Yeah. Where's he going? Where's he off to? That is the question. It's always the question. The question never changes, folks. You've heard the question. You love the question. You've got the question written down on a legal pad you on have, your desk. So you wake up every morning and you wonder what you wonder to yourself. You have. What am I doing? You have. What are you doing? You've wondered that. You've decaled it. De, 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 you've decaled it on your nequab. Is what you've done. That question is tattooed on you. You've you've gone and got a tattoo of it on your leg. Coffee guy. Um, he's a guy who's in the movie. You know him. You love him. I certainly do. He's a worshipper of the one true God, the God Java. And what he does is he slams a lot of coffee and then he gets the hell out of there because he's opening an acting school. An acting school for slow motion teaching. Uh, is he? He is. 
Well, because he, he tried to challenge the market previously. I mean, he sunk a lot of money into another acting school, filling what he thought was the only remaining niche in the acting market. What did he, what did he uh, go with first? Well, he, 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 was te- he cast fast-forward swimmers. Fast-forward swimmers. So, swimmers so like fast mo- swimmers. Yeah. So I think what he didn't understand is not only would he have to teach the act of swimming as to actors, but he also had a lot of swimmers coming into his, his school oh, to learn I how see. to swim faster. So he didn't... He didn't I mean, clearly enough to differentiate between yeah. the acting and the act of the curriculum was sort of it was confusing does he strike you as a guy who's decaling his knee quite a lot this guy well, i feel like he is i think if you're opening that school you're putting a lot of maybe too many decals on your knee quab. oh you think well yeah i mean the, just look at the look at what happened the, the thing folded in on itself yeah but he gave it a go he slowed a lot of swimmers down he made a lot of actors faster swimmers yeah but I mean, no one got what they came to learn from him. Out of you know, none of the actors became. They didn't get cast as fast as swimmers. They just became sort of semi-competitive amateur swimmers. But he's he's getting out there and he's starting schools. That's what America's built on. He's People getting people out, out changing there. lives. He is anyway, starting schools. You got to start schools, and then you got to burn the schools down when they don't work. And he did. Of course, he did. He what he did is he he took all of the chlorinated water out of the pool, filled it up with kerosene. Yeah. And he burned that motherfucker to the ground. He didn't. He loved it. He loved watching it burn. Catharsis. His failure went up in smoke and he was able to release his inner demons of disappointment in himself and letting his father down as he watched that structure burn to rubble. He was able to release it. He was able to get past the guilt and start afresh. As an actor, to drink coffee in many movies. His first mission, Sex in the City 2. A script that had been floating around Hollywood for a long time looking for funding that hadn't been made Allegedly, because the script was so poor, he wasn't sure he hadn't read it. That's just what he'd heard. And look at him now. He's famous, guy. He's a famous actor in a big Hollywood movie. He went from an unsuccessful school starter and arsonist to a very successful movie artist. The irony, of course, being that while he was shooting the part on Sex in the City 2, which he trained so hard for, it occurred to him that he should open yet another acting school, that, of course, being the... The second school uh, is a branch of the Baltimore, Maryland branch of the Academy of Acting and Slow Motion Teaching. Uh, and that, uh, you can actually see the light bulb moment where the idea occurs to him on camera and he, he races out of the, the cafe. And that's why they had to use that take is because that actor, that very specifically <laughs> trained actor that they'd hired. He didn't come back. He didn't come back. That was it. That was his one take. God bless him. I'm so glad we've got him on celluloid. Um, they probably shot this digitally now that I think about it. No, they it struck me as the they kind shot of movie one where they'd on shell out and for they shot one mil. digitally and they also shot uh, the entire movie on celluloid. They had two cameras next to each other. Oh, fantastic! Um, that about does it for this week, guy. <laughs> Fine by me, Tim. We're done with the movie. Um, thank you so much for listening, folks. Uh, we love what you've done with the place. Can I just comment on that? Yeah. Can I just say that Don't- wherever you are right now. Be it a mode of public transport, if you're in a bus, if you're in a tram, if you're in a subway cart, if you're in your lounge, be a weird place to listen to a podcast, but I hope you are. If you're at work right now, tapity tap, 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 tapping on that keyboard, love your surroundings. And that's both a verb and a comment. Like, I love your surroundings and you need to love your surroundings. You need to adopt the Hampshire way of thinking. New Hampshire's enjoy wherever they are. They're like Boy Scouts. Any New, ha- any New Hampshire's listening, please tweet us out a photo of your shins. We'd love to see them. Hashtag decal your kneecobs. And uh, peace out. Rate us on iTunes. <laughs> Don't do that.
Not on this one. 10 out of 10. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.